0: Welcome to Recognize Your Truth. I am your host, Lisa Williams. This is the podcast that offers motivation and inspiration to act, speak, and think in ways that make a positive impact on your life. Each week, we bring you a message or a guest that offer you tools to live up to your full potential. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. I have Brandi Edwards on, and she is a motivational and empowerment speaker and coach. And I'm so excited that you're joining me today. Welcome, Brandy.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Okay, so we're gonna just dive right in. And I just, I'm gonna ask you to share a little bit about your history and your background and what got you to where you are, what, what led you into being a coach and a speaker, and um, you know, just kind of give me a little bit of background about your story.
1: Okay, so I just kind of start my story with, I started working on myself in a variety of ways, and I've always enjoyed helping people. People have always come to me for advice, and it really started with my self-love journey, becoming comfortable in my own skin, learning to accept myself in any given moment without conditions, and The more that I was able to do that and the more that I shared that on social media, it was essentially positive reinforcement. People would start messaging me and say, I love what you're sharing. I love what you're doing. It's inspiring me. It's motivating me. It's pushing me to take action. And I would just share more of that. And I realized there was a need for what I was doing and I created and hosted my own first self-love workshop in 2017. I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with that, but I came up with the idea, created the content, posted an event, and then it took me about a year to get really clear on what I wanted to do next. And so I was still showing up on social media, motivating people, inspiring people, but I wanted a component of People taking action in their life. I didn't want people to just be inspired and just be motivated. You have to take action after you're motivated and after you're inspired. And I love going to events and conferences and hearing incredible speakers and implementing what I'm learning. And so, about a year of just figuring. Out what it was I even wanted to do, I got really clear that I wanted to start speaking and I wanted to start empowering women to love themselves while they work on themselves, you know, stop putting conditions on when they start to love themselves and accept themselves. And then that expanded into talking to young girls, essentially to do the same thing. And then I've added in a component of encouraging and empowering people to take courageous action in their life, to get out of their comfort zone, to stop letting fear hold them back, especially the fear of failure and to stop wondering what if, because we are all here for a reason. And I want everyone to start following more things that make them happy. And that usually requires us to practice courage and to get out of our comfort zone because there's so many things people want to do and so many experiences that people want to have, but we hold ourselves back and we self-sabotage ourselves. So there's a variety of things I love talking about, but that's kind of a, a little glimpse of how I got to where I am today.
0: Okay, so I really value what you shared, and I couldn't agree with you more on everything. You know, we need to love ourselves, we need to be empowered, and we need to not only love ourselves, but encourage others and, and value others. But I want to go back, because you said you really had to learn to love yourself. So I want to dig into your mindset a little bit how that happened what did you do give me some of the steps that you took to really truly learn to value and love yourself
1: that is something that has happened over time that is something that you do not necessarily just decide one day and you wake up and you feel complete acceptance and complete self love um it is something that requires effort daily and I still have a lot of work to do, but I'm so much further along than where I was. And so I describe it as self-love as a lifestyle and it's a journey that does not have a destination. You just continue to, to get stronger in it. And it started for me by doing hot yoga. I would go to yoga just because I, I love working out and I love challenging myself in different ways. And so yoga was new to me and it was a challenge. And I had an instructor and she would always say these amazing things about accepting ourselves and embracing whatever we were capable of doing that particular day. And, um, it was just hearing words like that and processing that over time that, You know, there was one day in yoga where I just realized, you know what? I accept my body where it is at right now. I can't change it. There's nothing that I could do right now in this moment. So why not accept it? And then I can work on improving it if I want to, to be healthier, to be stronger. And concepts and my mindset and my perspectives have evolved with all of that over time. But that's really how it started. And I realized that I, to fully love myself, could no longer put conditions on when I could love myself. That it had to start in the present moment, not in the future when I achieved something specifically. And I've had a lot of fitness journeys. And so I realized, you know, if I lose weight, what happens if I gain the weight back? Then I'm not lovable. Then I'm not worthy. And attaching those conditions to how I feel about myself and uh, realizing that it's internal and you have to work on the inside out.
0: And it's so important what you said about there's a couple of things I want to touch on. One is you, if you choose, so knowing that you have a choice, if you choose to work out, if you choose to eat healthy, if you choose to embrace this lifestyle. So knowing that we have a choice and then the Uh other thing that I want to touch on, and you could just elaborate on both of these is your journey of, you know, you're going to yoga, you're taking care of yourself, you're listening to her. Like what, what, what do you do? What inspires you to constantly feel like you're loved and you don't set limits on it. And I think that's so important that you say that because We always go, when I get the new job, the new house, the new car, the new spouse, or the new, you know, whatever, and we always have these conditions instead of living in the, the present. So just if you could elaborate a little bit on that.
1: Okay, so like you said, it is a choice. Everything is a choice. How we think about ourselves, it's a choice. If we can think negatively, we can also think positively, and it's choosing to take action. It's choosing to have certain thoughts. And the more that we think a certain way, the more we will start to believe it and the more we'll start to act like it and it just comes full circle. Um, and so not putting conditions on, on everything in our life, not just loving ourselves, but, you know, not putting conditions on, when we feel successful or when we feel good enough or when we feel anything. I mean, it's great to have goals and something to work towards, but we can define our own definition of success. We can define uh, our own definition of happiness, our own definition of self-worth, our own definition of confidence, our own definition of self-esteem and not seeking permission from someone else of when we obtain that or when we reach that and just setting those terms for ourselves.
0: It's so important that you say we def- we could create that our own definition because I think that's, you know, we get these stories and we put them in our head. What does success look like? What does an ideal body image look like? What does, you know, whatever it is that you think it is look like? And we let society, friends, family, anybody else define what that looks like. And we have that choice and the power to define that for ourselves. What, what does it right. look like for ourselves? Exactly.
1: And that's where we cannot get to where we are meant to be when we're comparing ourselves to other people because we're unique. And we can look to other people for inspiration and for guidance, but we're all different. And we uh, just need to embrace our uniqueness and our individuality and set the standards for ourselves. And I love the, the body positivity movement that I'm seeing and about body confidence and You know, you are enough. You see those slogans, you are enough. And I 100% agree. We are all enough as we are. And that's why we need to accept ourselves right now in any given moment. However, I always think that we always have room to improve, that we should be growing and evolving. And so that's why I like to say, love yourself while you work on yourself. Love yourself while you work on yourself because. Yes, we are all enough, but we can always improve in so many different aspects of our lives. And so that's where it gets back to not waiting to love yourself until you achieve something. Love yourself right now as you are, and then continue to love yourself while you continue to work on yourself
0: and it's okay to celebrate those milestones and those moments if you want if your goal is to lose weight and you've been working hard to do that and you've reached a certain milestone it's okay to celebrate those as well and 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 i don't mean celebrate them by going in and eating and gorging on food i mean celebrating like you worked hard and you deserve to be acknowledged you deserve to acknowledge yourself for working hard mm-hmm.
1: Yes. And so many people I feel like want others to celebrate them. And so they wait for others to celebrate them and feel guilty if they start applauding for themselves and celebrating themselves. And so, you know, that's one thing I frequently am- encourage people to do is celebrate yourself. Do not wait for other people to do it. And, and, you're not being overly confident or conceited or anything like that when you're choosing to celebrate yourself. You know, we have society telling us, you know, that we're not good enough. We need to change this and we need to change that. And then, um, then sometimes I feel like we're made to feel guilty for obtaining something that we worked hard for. And then it's like, Oh no, be humble. Don't celebrate yourself. No, like you've worked hard celebrate yourself
0: you should celebrate yourself and and it's okay to let everybody else know that you're celebrating that and I think um, it kind of goes back to what you were talking about from the very beginning you have to you have to show up and be authentic and like you know you're going out on social media like you were saying and you were you know just being your real self and sharing your real self and so people were responding, to you being authentic and real. And that's what people want. They want the tr- They mm-hmm. want to walk in truth. Right. Um, okay. So Brandy, tell me a little bit about your self-love movement and and what that entails.
1: Oh, I love how you phrase it. The self-love movement. <laughs> so <laughs> I, you know, it is, It is fascinating. I could have never imagined three years ago when I came up with the name, the self-love challenge, where it would be today. And I know next year and years after, um, you know, I could be saying the same thing because I don't know where it's going to go, but I, I just describe it as a lifestyle and I'm encouraging women and young girls, and my message applies to men and young boys as well, but I'm just, a, I'm just, uh, empowering them to stop comparing themselves to other people and just reach a place in their life where they're no longer wondering what if, and taking courageous action in their life, whatever that looks like to them. You know, it's courageous to love yourself in a world that tells you you're not good enough. And I want people to stop holding themselves back, whether it's um, for physical reasons, for for any other reasons um, that they have, that they're holding themselves back. And I just want them to reach a place where they feel the freedom that I feel as far as I explain it is I freed myself from myself. You know, I created these barriers and these imaginary chains around me um, through different things. Maybe I was conditioned with um, from growing up or seeing, um, but the movement, I guess, is I just want people to experience that.
0: I love how you said you freed yourself from yourself because we all have this duality going on with um, our our, p- our personas inside of us and so it's our ego speaking it's our heart speaking you know it's our mind speaking and we we just are constantly in flux with all of that and so mm-hmm. um, when you say I freed myself from myself I mean that's those stories that you're those narratives mm-hmm. that you're in your head on a consistent basis
1: right and you know No one is perfect. We are all imperfect human beings and we can be so hard on ourselves and we can beat ourselves up. And so, another thing that I like to remind everyone is to have compassion for yourself because sometimes I feel like we can be more compassionate with other people than we can be for ourselves. And, you know, to forgive yourself for past mistakes, to forgive yourself for you know maybe being too critical of yourself forgive yourself for you know for not feeling good enough maybe whatever it is and just practicing compassion and when you reach that place it just makes it so much easier to love yourself wherever you're at because that's what you have right now is the present moment. We can't live in the past that's gone. We can't live in the future because it's not there yet. And, and waiting and wishing for something that we don't have or that we want to be, but it starts right now. And just being comfortable with who we are right now and choosing to be better versions of ourselves and choosing to love ourselves during the process
0: and when we show up and love ourselves and we're compassionate with ourselves and we forgive ourselves and we have empathy to ourselves it it shows all around us because that's how we're going to treat other people and it goes the opposite too when you know hurt people hurt people so when you're by mm-hmm. you're hurting the people on the outside around you and when you're loving yourself inside you are loving the people around you. And so it makes just for a better you and a better environment around you as well.
1: I completely agree. You summarized it well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, okay, so tell me a little bit about how we could get a hold of you, about your coaching program, about your speaking, um, and just where everybody can get a hold of you and get in touch with you.
1: So the best way to get in touch with me is to email me and my email address is the love challenge at gmail.com. My website is www.selflovechallenge.com and my Instagram is at the self love challenge.
0: Okay, and I'll make sure and note them all in the show notes so that everybody can make sure and look you up. Thank you so much, Brandy, for being on and sharing a little bit of inspiration with us. And I just wanna acknowledge you for being vulnerable and be, being real and um, going out there and challenging people to truly love themselves.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. And I would love to leave your listeners with an acronym, which is to FLY. And that stands for First Love Yourself.
0: Awesome. That's so great. Thank you so much. Thank you. What a great little tidbit that Brandy leaves us with. First Love Yourself. Uh, You can find Brandy at the Self Love Challenge. I will make sure and link all of her information up in the show notes. If you like what you hear, please make sure to subscribe, share, rate, and review this podcast. And you can reach me at Lisa at recognizeyourtruth.com and as well as recognize your truth the music is genuine by julio ortiz